Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches Witches Talking Talking Tarot. Tarot. And tonight we are talking about astral projection, that out-of-body experience where you have control, somewhat control, no control, but that's exactly what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, It's almost like you're a ghost. Yeah, like, Speaking of pop culture, Ghost Dad. Oh my god, I haven't seen Ghost Dad I haven't seen it ever. I haven't seen it in probably 15 years or so. I just remember the dad got into a car accident and he's like a ghost, but he's not really. He's in a coma, astral projecting. Right? Wait, what? Is that not what happened? Dude, you know how long it's been since I've seen yeah, Ghost Yeah, that's, like, that's what I'm pretty it's, sure. I, it's been like 21 years. Like, I yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like, like everybody, he's like, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm dead. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He ends up contacting his kids. They're trying to find him. Turns out he was in a car accident. He had gone missing. Nobody knew where he was. He was a guy? Yeah. He was okay. a John, he was a John Doe in the, the, the coma. I do not remember enough of this movie. I just Now I have to look ghost. it up, but I'm pretty sure. I just remember him flying around, you know? Um, but... Because I remember him walking mm-hmm. into his, his like, body. Uh, hmm. Huh. And I, you know, well, I, I, I mean, I'm wrong? not, I'm not denying that. I'm just like, no, oh, no, really? He wasn't dead? I, I don't I remember don't know. that. Maybe I'm thinking I, of a different movie because I'm like. I did. I yes, yes, yes. Okay, know. I was so right. Okay. No, I no. Oh, no, no. I just had to look it up yeah. to make sure I wasn't wrong. Yes, he was wrongly identified as the hospital as Bird, so he was able to return to his body and wake up. So it was a happy ending. And I have to applaud the writers, because I didn't see that coming. How the fuck do you make a happy ending with a movie called Ghost Dad? They fucking did it. Dude, they, uh, they did didn't it. do it that well. Oh. I remember it as he's dead. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, no. Little kid me never... I don't remember that. But that's okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the thing about astral projection that I do like is that I do remember that. I don't have that much control over it when mm-hmm. I'm sleeping and I do it. But I remember what happened. Because, like, I'm always afraid of how to get back. Sometimes I have control. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. I it, it totally... Mm, no, I mean, that's not how it is for me. I feel like how some people could. There are sometimes I know when I am, and there are sometimes where it doesn't make sense. But the one thing that sticks out to me with astral projection, and if you have done it and you experienced this, please let me know. Because I know I'm not the only one. A couple people have said it as well. But there was one time I was walking or I was flying, whatever you want to call it, through my town. And it was like moving on a skateboard, but there was no skateboard. It was I get such you. an intense, amazing Dude, feeling. I get that. Like... It's like soaring through the sky. Right. That's why it's scary for me. Right. Like, well, and well so it's not always that my sleep astral projection when I'm up in the sky is that. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And it does feel like you're on a skateboard. You're just but like, you're whoosh. not on a skateboard. Right, you're not it's on a skateboard. Weird. It's fucking cool. And then another but thing. But it's scary because I'm afraid of falling. I have af actually astral projected, and this is going to sound so crazy. We're, bitch, we're talking about astral projection. You know we about to sound mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like I, have actually, I guess if you're into judging, you're going to judge us a lot this episode right. and or maybe don't listen. I don't right, know. Like, right. I'm going to give you some truth. Well, we're either seriously spiritual or in psychosis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say you decide, but don't. Don't. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> don't burst our bubble. Yeah. But one of the Because we might fall out of the sky. Like, don't do it. You don't I know what's going on. There have that been times see. where I astral project and I'm, like, flying in the sky, but I'm on a broom. And those are my favorite. That's exciting. No, I mean, it is, but it's not. It is, but it's also scary because it's like, how the fuck do I control this thing? And it's like, I don't have to think about it. I just am. It's just Right. Okay, you know so, I mean? like, that is actually, I have realized that is the key to the astral projecting when mm -hmm. I don't intend to do it right is it that you have to it. fucking go with the flow yeah because the second you try to get in it rhythm everything it'll up. fuck everything up yes just like sex exactly <laughs> seriously, seriously like <laughs> <laughs> but if you um, know you know there have been times where i'm astral projecting and i'm flying on a broom and i'll try to like steer it a certain way and then it like fucks everything up and i'm like oh shit i'm gonna uh -huh. fall Whereas if I just go with the flow, it just goes. Well, see, and that's exactly that. why I say I'm afraid of falling, right? When I don't think about it, when I just have inherent trust that I'm going to get back, it's fine. I'm not afraid. I enjoy myself. But when I'm like, what if I can't get back? What if I fall? That's when it's not a fun time anymore. And I think it's, I just, right now, I was today years old when I realized because I lose faith in myself when I have those right. thoughts. Right. And so the power that is allowing me to astral project Starts is to starting fade. to falter yeah. because I'm fucking failing Question. myself by questioning yeah. myself. Holy shit, I was today years old, guys. Um, so For you, it's a week from today, but, you know, to whatever. To, like, share some of my own experiences where I've been conscious about it. Yes, I've been I'm going to get there. Um, one of my favorite ones was I, w I lived on a hill and I was going through people's houses. It like, yeah. like, while Looking I can creeper, Maddie. I, I was dead ass. I remember <laughs> in my, in my astral projection dream, I'm like, damn, <clears throat> that's an antique motherfucking, like, <laughs> like lamp. That is nice. I'm like in the next house. They got some nice shit in here. I oh. never would have guessed. And I'm like, just digging through people's shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then I wonder now as I say that, what if they were up and they were like, what is going on? Oh my God, is there a fucking ghost? <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't it you have seen me. them? Would you have felt their presence, do you think? I, I think so. I think they must have been asleep because right. I was just like, I distinctly remember looking through one house and they had a really nice chandelier. And it was just going from house to house, just looking in, looking at their shit, which is like, it's silly. It's funny. Um, I take it as practice. <laughs> and then, you know, I have astral projected yeah. where I was sitting on the branch of a tree 
and I was just, my legs were dangling there, and I was just sitting there, yeah. and that was it. So, I've been reflecting a lot on astral projection since we had our talk with uh, Kevin from the Rook and Raven. Check out our previous episodes if you yeah, haven't Yeah, it was right, Excuse it was during me. maternity leave uh, that that was released, and it's a three-part episode, and one of those parts we talked about <clears throat> astral projection a lot, and he is much more advanced in practice than I, I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak for both of us. Me but as well. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's much more advanced in practice than either of us. And so he opened my eyes to some things, right? Okay. So, um, I do have control when I astral project when I'm doing it into like this other space is what I'm going to choose to call it. Um, I think he referred to it as like a different dimension, but I'm just going to call it like this other space. And it's a place where I have complete control. And I really enjoy that place because I can build it how I want to. And it's my place that I can go to when I am super relaxed and at peace, you know. Um, like I can't, just I never be considered like... that astral projection, but as you say that, I think of the meditations I've done where I've like had conversations with my goddesses and I'm sitting there and I'm in a field with them. Am I yeah. astral projecting right. talks with them? It, and that's where I was going world. to get because yeah. if time is not real, okay, because here's the thing I have been reflecting um, since we've had that talk with Kevin and I was reflecting on the fact that like, if you can astral project to different dimensions and time is like not real, can you astral project to different times? Because like, I totally believe that I'm pretty sure that I can astral project to different times because it's not just like, so it's not just like a dream and it's not just like a fantasy because I am taking myself somewhere else. I'm letting myself go somewhere else, I guess I would say, because I don't have a plan for where I'm going, but I'll wind up in a time that's not now. And there are definitely other people around me, because that's why I asked, like, could, mm-hmm. don't, do you think you'd sense them in the house? Because I sense the other people that I'm interacting with. It's not like a dream. Like, in a dream, you kind of know that you're dreaming, and these aren't real people you're interacting with and stuff like that. This is different. I can feel person energy. Like, I can feel energy coming off of you. I can feel energy from the people that I interact with in other parts of my daily life. Mm -hmm. It's like being in a different time. Like, my body's somewhere else. I have gone to a different time, and I'm interacting in this other place. And I also partly wonder, because I do believe it's astral projection, but is it another timeline that I am from? I don't know, because, you know, I think you can definitely astral project into uh, different times. I definitely think I have astral, or astral projected into the Regency period many a times. I think Flapper. I was, I was strictly talking uh, just now about a bootleg bar. Oh, God. I, God, let me loosen a bootlegger's bar, please! Sorry, but well, I'm a I was a lady. fucking heart. I was a gentleman's daughter. So, <laughs> <Flapper>. <laughs> But seriously, I, I have. No, wood I, alcohol got me. And, and I just, it's, That's not a funny joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Prohibition, not funny. Sorry, go ahead. Speaking of, election. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got me. You finally got me. Thank God it was water, not coffee. 
Oh. Um, oh. But uh, I definitely think you can. I'm sure that I have multiple times, specifically in the Regency period. Um, I do believe during meditation, I have many a times when I'm having conversations with the goddess. Uh, there's two different areas, three different areas that I go to when I have conversations with the goddess. Uh, if I'm trying to discuss the uh, the mother aspect of the goddess, I've come to find that I astral project into a forest. And she lives in a hole in the tree. Oh, nice. You know, and yeah. it's, but it's like not just a hole in a tree, it's an actual house within a tree. And she's got red hair, and the, the leaves are green, and she's round and pregnant and wearing a green dress, and she's very hedge witchy. Yeah. Whereas if I want to talk to, you know, I guess it doesn't matter i think it just depends on how she presents herself and i've gone to the beach before and have had discussions with whom she came to me as aphrodite and i love those ones so i i've gone to one of my favorites is the wheat field or the yeah. barley field or just walking through the barley field now i don't know about you but for me one of the Ways that, because like, I'm sure some listeners, because mm -hmm. I myself, the skeptic inside me goes, well, how do you know that's not just like your imagination? For me, it is when I literally, like, I am always connected with my body. Mm -hmm. Like, I can feel every little piece of every single toe at the same time. I know what they feel like. Like, I'm connected with every single cell in my body. When my kidneys are uncomfortable, I know it right away. Like, I'm very, very connected with my physical body um, conscientiously. Like, I've, I've had to work at it, and I do it on purpose. But when I can't feel that body, that's how I know I'm not just daydreaming. Well, Does that make sense? Well, my question is, how do you know daydreaming isn't astral projecting? Well, and that's kind yeah. of the conversation I want to lead into. Like, where do you think the line exists on once... So, there's, there's a difference between your mind wandering and out-of-body experience, right? There's... there's there is the line, but where do you think that line exists? I don't know, because I think that many people will daydream in class. Let's say high schoolers daydreaming in class. I think it depends. I think that if they're daydreaming, I'm going to walk down the hall and my crush and I are going to... My crush is going to be like, I love you, and I'm daydreaming a romantic fantasy. That's a daydream. But if you're in the middle of class and you're thinking and suddenly you're at the beach and you're alone, and it just, I don't know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. Like, and for me, the difference is like, so when I'm astral projecting, I feel the environment I'm in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and you hear it. You actually Like hear you're it. there. Right. Versus when I'm daydreaming, like. If it's cold where I'm at, I'm my body is cold. Right. You know right. what I mean? But like I might be daydreaming about the beach, mm -hmm. right? Where it's probably not cold. You know what I mean? And it's like for me, that's where I know. And I'm not saying anybody else, but like 
I figure these are questions we have to ask ourselves to definitely make there be a difference between spiritual and spiritual psychosis, right? Oh, God, am I in it? No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, okay, like, viewers, this is an episode where we're going to get crazy, but at the same time, we're getting crazy from a standpoint of, you know, like, total reality checks. Whoa, did I right? sound like I was heading that away? No, no, I, like, no. You got it to I, I am bringing this conversation up for, for multiple reasons. A, because I want to have the conversation. But B, to let everybody who's listening know that we're not just batshit crazy. We're not just talking about, like, oh, I think about the beach, and that means I'm astral projecting there. Like, I want them to understand that, like, we right, have a conscientious right, right. thought process between these different things. Right. So that, like... We don't come off as fucking crazy as maybe we did five minutes ago. Does that make sense? Like, oh, no, but now I'm over here like, like, wait, am I crazy? (laughs) I don't know. Like, for me, it's like, if I can't actually feel this body, Mm -hmm. but I'm experiencing another thing, I know that my my consciousness has left this shell. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and like, there are, I guess, okay, so this is what I'm trying to say because my brain has finally led me there. I think there are different levels of astral projection, especially as you work into it because daydreaming is that first level as you let your mind go off, right? Because you can't astral project until you allow your consciousness to make that separation from your physical being. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, my um, question for you is, do you think astral projecting is dangerous? Or do you think that we are protected? No. I th- I think you have to do stuff to be protected. Like, you have to conscientiously mm-hmm. like be like, I cannot be grabbed by a demon right now. So yeah. that that brings me to like, if like you asking a circle. No, I totally feel you because I have astral projected in my dream and I know it was astral projection just to be clear. Yeah. Because I was performing magic. I actually remember I'm going to close my eyes cuz it was so beautiful. I don't know where I was, but it was this dream and it was in a grove kind of like the grove we went to and i was beside oh my it. god that and was i like was the next best thing i have thinking about it like i know like my entire i know i have goosebumps thinking about my fucking dream okay. and i remember being I just... next to the stream and there was a waterfall and mm. i was just casting a circle next to the waterfall next to the stream in the green grass that didn't hurt my feet and it was the most beautiful astral projection that I've ever done. And again, I have goosebumps just talking about it. Dude, I, didn't I just do get any shivers spe- thinking about that grove. I didn't, it's like heaven on oh, earth, it was like a, I didn't do any specific spells. I was simply calling a circle to feel the energy, to yeah. feel the magic. And it was so intense. No spells, no need for worry, no need to, to fear anything. There was nothing negative. It was just some amazing positive almost fey grove yeah and i will never forget that i think that's probably my most powerful astral projection dream because i do do it often and i have done it many times where it's not as nice and it's pretty scary 
I was going to say, my obviously, like, I've talked about it on the show before, and it's the astral projection episode, so my most powerful astral projection experience was when I went to the underworld. Like, I, you know, even if it was a banshee scream that spurred it on, right? Mm-hmm. I know I astral projected into the underworld. I was there. You know what I mean? Like, I was there. I traveled past souls that whipped past me like you know in the movies where like something goes really fast and you hear the you know sound yeah yeah and it's like it was literally like that as I went past agonized soul after agonized soul as I made my way through the underworld before I finally got to him and it was like I was there like I was physically there like my body may as well have been running along with my soul you know does that make sense like I was so fucking there I can still see it like that was uh, I don't know what what night was that do you remember was it the night of because I don't know if you remember I had messaged you and asked if I could leave coins uh-huh. for Sharon for sure. and I wonder if that was at uh I wonder if that was the same day that I did that I have no idea I maybe not if it was that night then surely not I don't know. Um, I don't know. I um, I don't know if the offer of the coins was before or after he was officially declared dead, but. Um, I believe it was. I don't remember all of the timeline of events of that. Assuredly, uh, it period. was. I don't imagine I would leave it without it being. Well, I mean, he was technically brain dead before he was dead. Dead. Mm-hmm. If I, I, you know, it's one of those things, right? It's like ev- so much is happening, and it's all so painful, and like. The whole goddamn time, like, the day I went to the underworld is also the day I lost my faith in miracles, which was, like, incredibly painful for me, uh, to be perfectly honest with everyone. I fully believed that, like, oh, there was going to be a miracle, and he was going to be okay, and he was going to live, and I... Not, not a single piece of me believed he was going to be dead. Um, I just, that's not the real world that happens in TV, you know? I absolutely understand. Uh, Yeah, so when he died, I was like, miracles don't exist. Uh, It was one of the most painful days of my entire life. Uh, so I don't remember all of the events, but if it was the same day, then yes, it was the same day. Because that was the night after uh, that we were going to sleep. Like, it was the night of. Like, that, you know, we were in the hospital. He was officially dead. We went back to <clears throat> Corey's aunt's house. And, you know, everybody, whatever, I don't know, 
whatever and then we went to sleep and I didn't I couldn't go to sleep and I was just laying there in a house full of people that were all sleeping and I couldn't be noisy and if I left the house like people would hear me because it's Memphis so there's iron doors everywhere and you gotta unlock them with the key and it's fucking noisy you know you just can't fucking get out of the house without making noise so I was laying there on the fucking pull-out couch and that's when I did the silent scream and that's when I opened my eyes and I was flying through the underworld. I mean, whipping past spirits, like, foo, 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 like just straight out, like just, you know, the thing, like I can't, I can't make the noise with my mouth, but I hope everybody understands like the noise I'm trying to imitate, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like spirit after spirit after spirit, anguish, soul, or whatever you want to call it. Was I moving through purgatory? I don't know. I was just going through one anguished person after another who was reaching out to grab me and I just slid through and I slipped through and I slipped through until I was with him because I was calling for him. That was what I was searching for. And I can still vividly picture the faces. I can still vividly picture his face. But that was the, that was, that was obviously the most powerful, um, the most vivid, I can't say it was the most beautiful, um, but it it's definitely the most powerful astral projection uh, experience I've ever had. Uh, and like I said, you know, finding out all that stuff from Kevin opened my eyes on, you know, different ways that I've astral projected, you know, in much more pleasant uh, manners. But the, it just, the feeling wasn't as intense, so it leaves me questioning sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I do feel like that's a healthy thing, right? Like, I think so. You know, when you talk about spiritual psychosis, if you're, if you have the ability to question yourself and go, you know, did I, was I, like, that, it means you're not crazy, right? Right. We Tell me what that we, means. We've done do a whole episode on spiritual psychosis, oh God, but the sad thing is, I feel like it. by the end of it. We'll be questioning too much. <laughs> and then it's like, no, they said. <laughs> Who's they? Wait, what? Ah! <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I think astral projection is definitely one of those that follows into the possibility of spiritual psychosis. Um, I don't feel that way as so much with spell work. Yeah, no. You know, I, but, but, and I think it's also a dangerous thing in the sense that you have to be prepared to do whether you know you are or not the universe does yeah and you have to be prepared to do those things because if you're not prepared to astral project i don't want to say a lesser person i feel like that's disrespectful and hateful that's not what i mean but a less prepared person could probably go batshit crazy i mean well and i think that's where a less prepared person mm -hmm. Now, this is going to open a brand new conversation that I wasn't planning on bringing up, but my brain said a less prepared person would be the type of person that might not find their way back. Mm -hmm. And do you think, like, maybe, like, do you, do you, okay, so twofold question. Do you think it's possible to astral project and not find your way back to your body? Um, if you do believe that that's possible, do you think that that might be where, a, people who just die suddenly in their sleep, like, with no explanation, 
come from and or people where it's like out of nowhere they they're just like they're non-responsive in bed they're like alive but they're a vegetable because that does happen or crazy shit like spontaneous human combustion could that be a attached to because if your body's just sitting there and your soul never comes back at what point because you know what i mean i'm sorry i wasn't planning on all these thoughts they just came i'm gonna say before i talk don't mm. quote me <laughs> this is this, just this is, a, this, is, this is just shit that pops in my makes, head guys and i don't mean to offend anybody no this like this is just thoughts guys like that's what the show's about we're exploring ideas people who astral project who are lesser prepared who maybe see something they're not supposed to see or that they weren't prepared to see and somehow find their way back can come back as a broken person which I could, could totally... count, which could involve again psychosis or other mental health issues right. such well, as schizophrenia, schizophrenia. Right. not um, i don't like no, again, don't this misunderstand is a when i say disowner. that this is disclaimer, like just spiritual disclaimer. conversation we are not saying mental health issues don't exist. Please don't misunderstand us. It's all conjecture. Yes. That's yes. what this show's about. So hopefully you've picked that up. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. People can continue to hear or see things, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they don't know how to shut it off. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to get all the way back. Yes, get all They're the somewhere way back. In, the in between, yes. Um, I don't know about the sudden death syndrome, which is happening. I, I, it was just a thought, you know, like I literally just popped in I don't know. Head. For me, I think it's more they would come back, they, they would be somewhere in between in their body, their so like brain. like coma possible, mm -hmm. but not necessarily death. But like, I do like the uh, incorporation of spontaneous human combustion, which would be fun well, thing to do I an episode on. The question. But like, your soul it, never comes back and your body's just like. Ah, oh, what do we do? Ah, oh, what do we do? And it's like a robot, right? And it just go. So the thing is, with sorry, the whole, well, what do you guys think? Could you die uh, if you're astral project and don't come back? Maybe after a certain amount of time, but that also goes to say if you believe people, humans can live and not have souls, then the body surely didn't die without a soul. Just because I believe if, that's a topic we touched. We did, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I said, you know, I believe uh, it's pos a possibility for all the icky, icky, icky people we have is empty shells. Mm -hmm. But I think that if a body had a soul, that it wouldn't be able to function properly without said soul. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're born an empty shell, you function as an empty shell. Like this, I'm just telling no, you. No, I, I hear you, I hear you. I, I totally feel you on the coming back and being like not quite yourself, kind of like pet cemetery, but not quite. Right, right. right. Um, or coming back with like a mental disorder. Well, there disorder are fucking disorders. There, there are situations where people just go batshit crazy out of nowhere, and it scares right, the, it scares fuck, the out fuck out of, out of you. That's your biggest fear. Right, yeah, like right. going just crazy out of just nowhere, like just batshit crazy, and Andrea Yatesing it. I don't know. Not who that is. belittling what happened. I don't know who that is. I'll tell you later. Can I? I won't read it out. To? I won't read it out loud. Okay, it's sad. Just, it's sad. But anyway, um, and I don't know, like, exactly what I believe 100%, although, because, like, the coma thing totally makes sense to me, the death doesn't make sense to me, but it was just a thought, and I wanted to know what you thought, and I want to know what you guys think, too, did because why the fuck not? The right thing? 
No, it's a Yates with a Y. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> but also... What the fuck, Amber? That's what I was saying. You said going fucking crazy. She had religious psychosis. Oh, my God. She oh was one of the God. ladies that had religious psychosis. I was about to puke because I read one about this lady who had a religious psychosis and cut her fucking baby's arms off. Yeah, I've seen that fucking Deadly Women episode. Ew. The shit's disgust. I don't even want to talk about the lady. I don't even want to have finished this episode. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, too much. That's why I was like, don't, I'll tell you later. Like, if I say I'll tell you later, that's a reason for it. I know you can't handle it. <laughs> if you don't know who Andrea Yates is, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't handle it. Oh, shit. Stop was reading me. <laughs> But my point oh, is, just Amber Heard. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Finally uh, a normal person. <laughs> but <clears throat> I do like where my brain went with the spontaneous human combustion and your soul not coming back. I really, because, I mean, you can't explain spontaneous human combustion It's anywhere. So I don't even think it, does it happen? So I haven't heard about it since the fucking 80s. Right. And it drives me crazy. Corey and I were looking up. Like, when was the last instance of? Because I was like, you used to hear about this shit all the time in the 80s and the 90s. I remember watching, like, the weird shows about it. Oh, my God. Do you know those uh, fucking The Inquirer? Is that oh what it's called? God. Well, Unsolved Mysteries definitely, I'm pretty sure, had an episode about it. There's, uh, like, The Unexplained, The National Inquirer. That's what you were talking Was The National mm-hmm. Inquirer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why did people spontaneously combusted and people now they really don't believe the inquirer like, though the national one but like the queen is uh i'm gonna stop there <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my god this the queen turned no i forgot <laughs> i forgot i'm not laughing that the queen's dead i'm just laughing that you're like having to I forgot oh my god that's because we were just talking about Diana earlier because I, I was saying fuck the paparazzi because y'all fucking killed Diana you assholes she was the only member of the royal family I gave two fucks about man I really want to watch that show the crown but I don't give a shit about the early age Queen Elizabeth I just want to see the Diana part yeah, I literally don't care about. Yeah, no, yeah. Diana. I only like Diana. That's all I care about. Diana. She's eighties, nineties, I guess. Like I don't know. No, it's she was kind of a big deal. Normal, and yeah. they're crazy bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but she was so pretty. Yeah, she was pretty. And I did at one point have a crush on William. Thank God I never married oh my him. God, Fucking William. no hair. But I got to say, God, he was handsome when we were fourteen, though. I got to like, say, I, I was fourteen too. Super hot. I I had I a thing for so gingers, hot. and I do not think Harry's hot. William what? was the hot brother. But William was Harry's, not really Harry's at least the one to say, "Man, fuck you." She's my wife, and that's He's double least, attractive. I mean, yes. However. <laughs> And he's the one that kept his hair. Yeah. But, like, his face is too pinched for me. Oh, I just... So. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. No. Uh, I'm over here like, oh, Prince Harry. And then in my head, I'm like, baby, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. 
Two different people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I did have a thing for gingers. I just, his face, it's not quite my type. Just not quite. He's not ugly. He's just not my type. I definitely had a crush on the older brother until he had no fucking hair. Cause and became an asshole. Like, just shave all of it, bitch. Like, come on. You know what? Really... I think... Fine. The problem with William is is he's got his shit messed up, okay? It's not duty, honor, family. It's family, duty, honor. God, watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> family, honor, duty. You think so? Yeah, my honor comes before my duty because, like, otherwise mm -hmm. I'm going to do some shit for duty that will fuck up my honor. That's my view. Right, I get that. Yeah, like... I gotta keep my good name. What is love but the death of duty and honor? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. I'm sorry, like you said, what is love? And before you said the rest of it, I was night at the Roxbury in my head. And yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just got really annoyed for a second <laughs> with, with my husband. Oh. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> Like, I, I can't be the song. only bitch that be doing that though. Like, oh yeah, I'm fine. <sighs> God, he's such a no. Hundred Astral project just to hit your husband all, outside back of the head. All the motherfucking dudes listening to this are gonna be like, I knew it. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies, we didn't mean to sell you out. <laughs> ah. There's going to be a comment. No, I think you're just in a psychosis. <laughs> Somebody else be like, astral project over and kick his ass. <laughs> right, I mean, astral project, and it's just like a, up the top right? of the head. Can you imagine? Right? <laughs> like, after five times, your husband be like, how are you doing that? <laughs> I know it's you. I do. I do. For real, though, I don't know your opinion on Astro Projected, but every time we be arguing, something happens to this man. Like, either he, he's like, drops a can of beans on his toe. No, that's like, it's your ancestor. The ancestors. Or like, uh, I don't know, dude, we were arguing and we went outside and we were walking across the way to my grandparents because we used to live next door to them. Okay. And yeah, he yeah. was like, can you let up on the rain? And I shit you not, that thing, it just started shit. pouring. <laughs> He's like, seriously? I'm like, look, it wasn't me. It was just a happy coincidence. I, right? Like, I'll be like, karma, babe. You right? Don't have it did. Karma. It just started straight up yeah. pouring. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm not saying I did that again. Now I'm worried about like being a psychopath. But like my, no, 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 no. Uh little things like that happen all the time and right. I'll be like karma. But also when I was younger I was like, I am Sarah, the natural bitch. I know you I didn't know, like the craft, but like but at like, what point is it like saying Okay, I did that, but then it's also like But I don't believe in coincidence. Look, I always come back to mm -hmm. but I don't believe in coincidence. So, how else do you explain it? I don't know. I guess I'm not crazy. Thank you. I don't know. I like that. I, I like You know that. what? I just, I keep coming back to it. What do you guys think? So, have you guys astro projected before? Yeah. If you I have, let us know about Tell the experience. Us. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. We are, as of 
us recording this, we are 20 away from reaching our goal for the end of the year. So, yeah, definitely hit that subscribe button. Fuck yeah, that would be awesome. And let us know in the comments. Yeah, we would love to know because we are genuinely curious. Like, I pose several questions. Answer them if you choose. We would love to know. If you're not watching us on Twitter, you can tell us the answer on, uh, if you're not watching us on Twitter. If you're not watching us on YouTube, you can tell us the answer on Twitter. At Classiest Witches. Hashtag Witches Made Me Do It and Confuse the Fuck Out of the Twitter Algorithm. <laughs> Come on. Let's have fun with this shit, yo. Uh, otherwise, like, we'll be in the... You can check all the links in the social... The social links down in the belows if you're watching on YouTube and in the comments. Shout out to Melissa. Yes. So, have a great whatever and we thank you for coming to sit with us this fall. Friends, hi! Welcome to They're Terrified and Tipsy. My name is Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. Since we have very different feelings about scary movies, we decided to share our emotional struggles with you all. Yeah, so grab a glass of wine, your Mm -hmm. favorite couch blanket, and get comfy and enjoy the ride with us. You can find They're Terrified and Tipsy on Instagram and Twitter, plus all the podcast platforms. For links, head over to tipsypod.com. Cheers! Ooh, I've been dying to try this place. Oh my god, me too. I've heard such good things about it. Welcome to the Crime Diner. I'm Cindy. I'll be cooking for you this evening. Here are your menus. Ooh, what are you thinking about getting? I don't know. Murder with a side of cannibalism? What about you? Ooh, that sounds good. I'm torn between historical mayhem and the social injustice, maybe? I just want to let you know that each episode comes with dinner, dessert, and a specialty drink chosen by yours truly. Wine Dine and Storytime has had a makeover, and we invite you to slide into the booth with us at the Crime Diner, where each week we will discuss a crime over dinner, drinks, and dessert. See you there! Hey there, Rainbow Warriors. I'm CJ, host of Beyond the Rainbow, true crimes of the LGBT. My episodes focus on crimes committed by and against the LGBTQ community. I've covered cases you probably have heard of, such as Matthew Shepard, Brandon Tina, and the Orlando Pulse nightclub massacre, as well as some lesser-known cases like the murder of Ray Hainish, the Australian gay beat murders, and the suspicious disappearance of Lisa Lynn Stone. I cover cases brought to me by listeners like Penny Brummer, who I believe was wrongfully convicted, taboo cases such as lesbian corrective rape and murder in South Africa, and Pray the Gay Away camps. I discuss gay serial killers, women who pretend to be men to hook up with other women, and trans murders. I'm opinionated and uncensored, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but surely I'm someone shot at tequila. No matter what your gender or orientation in life might be, please join me as I tackle rainbow crimes in search of unicorn justice. Remember, it's not a crime to be gay, unless you're a murderer.